News Radio WGNS. WGNS Murfreesboro. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Everybody had a great weekend and all that good stuff. Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist, join us today. Larry, how are you? I'm doing well, Monty. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Well, you know, Larry, I used to, um, really, for the last two or three years, I have poked a lot of fun at the Big 12. And I got one guy that's on my show with me weekly, Preston O'Neill. Great guy, coach for Boots, coach at UT when they beat um, Miami in the Sugar Bowl. And we do a Football Friday segment, and I'm always giving him a hard time about the Big 12. They can't play any defense. Well, I look here at the tennis, I mean, I look here at the SEC. Um, uh, they're not playing a lot of defense either. Now their scoring records are falling left and right. I'll be honest, Monty. I, I like it. I'm, I'm an offensive guy. I, I, I like a lot of scoring. That's, I guess maybe that's why I don't follow soccer. Their, their games are usually one to nothing. But uh, no, I, I, I know it drives the, the old traditionists, the, the defensive, you know, minded people nuts to see them scoring, to see the scoreboard lit up like that. But, but for me personally, I, I don't mind it. I, I, I don't mind it a bit. I, I like to see scoring. Um, we'll jump back to SEC. I do want to start with middle because I always do when they lose. So uh, they beat uh, FIU 31 to 28, scored with about a buck 20 to left in the game, and uh, beat FIU. Of course, FIU'd only played, I think, one game. So middle probably did have an edge there. But, you know, they, they got beat up really bad the first two weeks. And, you know, then you started seeing some improvement. They lost by two points. They lost. But three points, well, this week they won by three points. So they've been one of the few fortunate teams to get all their games in. So uh, maybe that's uh, allowing them to start playing a little better football. Uh, Monty, I skipped back and forth between Middles game uh, on, on TV Saturday and uh, some SEC games, and i got to tell you, I, I was impressed by MTSU, and I'm not saying that because, you know, the fans are probably listening to your show right now, but this was a, a, even in the first half when things weren't going particularly well for Middle. I was impressed, Monty, by how hard those kids play. I mean, offense and defense, the quarterback's a tough, gritty kid, you know, still makes some mistakes, but he's, he's young. And I, I was impressed by Monty before the final score. Uh, you know, it started off to 0-4 like that, four, four body blows. Uh, uh, I've seen a lot of programs just unravel, a lot of teams unravel when something like that, when they, they see the season going down the drain right before their eyes. And, again, like I say, I, I was impressed by the, by the hustle and the grit, and, and, and those kids were just playing, playing their hearts out. And, again, this was in the first half when things still when, – when an 0-4 team still wasn't do it, doing too well and they were still playing hard. So I, I, you gotta you gotta credit uh, the the coaches and, and and most notably most importantly the players for hanging in the way they did and congratulations to them. I know the season is still not going to turn out like they had hoped, but considering where they were that the hole they were in, you know, a, a week ago, man, that's a, that was a, a pretty pretty gritty, pretty impressive performance. Yeah, and they got some tough games coming up, coming up, but they do have uh, North Texas 
um, this weekend. Uh, it's Hall of Fame weekend, so our buddy Jim Simpson will be busy. Um, and, uh, you know, they're actually favored in this game. I'm a little cautiously optimistic about that. But uh, sometimes you get one under your belt and learn how to win, you can uh, kind of keep the ball rolling a little bit. But that's right. Of course, this is Simpsons. One day of the year, he has to work, so he'll right. he'll be busy. <laughs> but uh, now you're right, Monty. And, and again, you uh, the season's obviously when you get in that deep a hole just right out of the box. You know, the season's not going to going to be like like they had hoped going in. Uh, that's just too deep to dig out of. But what you what they do, you, you just try to salvage what you can salvage. You know, you make the best of a bad situation. And I think a lot of people reacted to the performance last Saturday, Monty, the way I did. They were impressed by by the fact that the, the as, by the fact that they those kids played as hard as they played, you know, with their their backs to the wall. A lot of them again, Monty, over the years I've covered football from high school to the NFL for almost 50 years, and a lot of teams they start off 0 and 4, they pack it in. They just want to get this thing over with and 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 start start chasing girls again and the, and the middle kids didn't do it they they I was really really impressed by how hard they played with the with the situation being what it was well we'll jump back over uh, again blue raiders this week four o'clock um against um uh, north texas um lsu loses to missouri 45 41 the first defending national champion this early in the season not to be ranked in the top 25. So uh, you think they're going to replace those players. I talked to an LSU fan last night. He's really upset. He goes, you know, it happens to Nick Saban every year. You know, they lose players, and uh, they still come back and are right there in the hunt, and he goes, we're just terrible. <laughs> yeah. what, what Nick Saban does, has done at Alabama, is, is the most remarkable thing I've seen in college football in my in, in my sports writing career, Monty. To, that, like you say, they, they just reload every year. They don't drop off. LSU, I don't know that I've seen a national champion that, that fell as far as fast as uh, LSU has. Maybe Auburn that year, they won it. You know, a couple of years later, they're in the, in the dumpster. But, man, uh, and and there's no mystery to it. I mean, everybody, Monty, I think, kind of knew this going in that they they were going to be a shell of what they were last year, losing the, the you know a Heisman Trophy quarterback and the guts of the defense and just just star player. The, the team was just gutted talent wise. But still, you expect a team, a program like that, uh, that wins the national championship to to have some some, some decent backups and not just be as abysmal as they had. Uh, and remember, they, they LSU should have won that game ahead of a first down on the one one yard line, if a and, and four downs to, to score a touchdown. A, a defending national champion, Monty, should be able to make three feet on four downs to win a football game. It's just uh, really abysmal, and of course the coach is under fire already. It's like they say, you're, you're only as good as your last championship. And so Orjuan is already here in the the, the, the cage of howling down there, but they are. That, that, uh, it, it was. It seemed to me, my dear, I, I was praising the MTSU kids for how hard they played when during with their backs to the wall. It seemed like LSU that effort's just not there. I, I'm, obviously, it's you know I'm not out on the field with them, but but when a team can't score on three downs from the one yard line to win a, a big game, uh, something's wrong somewhere. Coaches, the, the, the play calling, the coaches, the preparation. The wheel, something is bad wrong when that happens. Uh, Texas A&M, a much-needed win. They beat Florida 41-38. to Jimbo Fisher making all them big bucks, but hasn't uh, really done a whole lot. And, um, and one notable thing about that game, that stadium was about packed. And I know Dan Mullen, the, the coach at Florida, uh, urging his governor, hey, look, look what happened here. You know that was a. True... We need some fans too. Yeah, that was a true uh, that, home that was win. Jimbo's biggest win, and uh, and and so what do I know? I, I thought Florida would be a contender for the, uh, the SEC championship and maybe a national championship. Uh, that was a, a, a crushing loss. But again, money goes back to what we've been saying for three weeks. The SEC is, you know, without question, the nation's toughest football conference, top to bottom. And when you play ten conference games this year, like we're doing. Man, it's 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 going to be brutal, and and we've got another good 
perfect example coming up Saturday, uh, Georgia and Alabama, maybe maybe the two best teams in the in the country, two best college football teams in the country, and one of them's going to walk away Saturday with a loss. You know, this this relatively early in the season, so. That's the downside of 10 conference games, Monty. The, the, the conference is so good, so tough, that, that it's going to be a street fight every Saturday, and, and good teams are going to get uh, get uh, beat up. There's no question about it. Like I say, maybe the two best teams in the country, one of them will have a loss this time next week. But, again, it is what it is. I, I still think it is, it's going to it – obviously, we've already seen it. It's going to be, like I predicted, the most exciting – football season in SEC history when you play 10 conference games and then, of course, the, the championship game or whatever else follows after that. But just the 10, 10 regular season games, uh, there's no question this will be the most exciting season Saturday after Saturday. On It already has been so far and uh, and will continue to be, I think, the rest of the way. Of course, of course Vanderbilt will be a spectator, I guess, this week. I, you, you'll probably get into that later. But poor, poor old Vandy. Somebody said somebody said there was a sigh of relief out on the West End. Vanderbilt didn't have to play Saturday. Yeah, and you know they barely had enough by the rules set forth to play last week, and it showed in their loss to Carolina. And they're not going to have enough this week because of the COVID. Uh, maybe there's something about Nashville still going on. You know the Titans got hit with it hard and. Um, now Vanderbilt has gotten hit with it hard, and then right down the road you got MTSU's played every game they they can get. Now they've had some opponents cancel, but they've been able to go out and get opponents. Yeah, money. I, I, I'm almost decided it's almost the luck of the draw. I, I have good friends who have had the virus, and yeah, and and their 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 husband or wife doesn't get the virus. They live live together, and one of them has it, and one of them doesn't. We have I have friends, say friends and neighbors, who, who uh, congregate together, go go out to lunch together. Some some get it, some don't. It, it's just almost luck of the draw. I, I guess it is kind of kind of interesting that it seems a, a, kind of a cluster here in Nashville with the Titans being hammered the way they were, and then uh, then then Vandy on you know a mile down the road having the same problems but again it is what it is uh, the virus obviously doesn't have a favorite football team it's not picking on somebody so it's it's swirling around out there and i, I almost think money it's just the, the luck of the draw or the, or the luck of the the breathing maybe who, who gets it but uh but again the Vandy, vandy's not going to play this week i'm not sure it would have done much good if they had played anyway the way they performed it's a pretty pretty abysmal situation out there but uh but uh, again, all you can do is hitch up your britches, and when the doctors say you can play, you go play. Joined today by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Whether you're a student, alumni, or just a fan, Raider Tees has exactly what you need to help you cheer on the Blue Raiders on game days and every moment in between. We sell officially licensed Blue Raider gear. Whether it's clothing, hats, flags, chairs, or just whatever, we have it all, including exclusive gear you won't find anywhere else. Like us on Facebook for updates on new Blue Raider gear and special prices or discounts. For all your Blue Raider gear, shop Raider Tees today. Bigger, better, and go blue! In the South, we've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shops. 
In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. We continue Middle Tennessee football, and it's the return of State Farm Prep football after fall break. Coming up this week on Tuesday night, Rick Stock's still live, 7 o'clock here on WGNS as Coach Stock talks about the big game with North Texas at home coming up on Saturday. That's a 2.30 airtime for that one right here on WGNS this Saturday. But it's Tuesday night at 7 for Rick Stock's still live. Thursday, Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees is back with local high school and college talk conversation. And on Friday, State Farm Prep Football, the Battle of the Borough. Battle of the Borough trophy up for grabs as Riverdale hosts the Oakland Patriots. 7 o'clock kickoff, we'll have it for you live Saturday morning. The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner returns. Hope you'll join us for all of it. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Talking football with Larry Woody. Uh, Larry, Tennessee loses 44-21. to I was really interested in that game, much was much like I was the Miami-Clemson game. Um, very similar games. Actually, Tennessee took it into the fourth quarter with a chance, but uh, really just too many mistakes against a really, really good team like Georgia. Yeah, people in Vermont had been wondering what Tennessee would, would uh, do when they they finally played a, a, a good football team, and I guess we know now. Uh, they won the first half and then just fell apart the second half, and I know the fans are upset at uh, Garantano. I, I didn't think it was his fault, Marty. It's hard to, you know, the, the pass protection. It looked like the line just, the offensive line just took the second half off. They they weren't there. It looked like looked like you and me blocking out there, Marty, that he, he didn't have a chance, so. And again, it's you know obviously the quarterback he he's got to try to get get things under control, and it seems like when thing when the wheels start to come off they really come off for for that offense. It looks it looks like they. I remember some of the old Vanderbilt teams I covered when things were they would be okay until something bad happened, and when something bad happened they looked around and you could almost feel them say, "Oh no, here we go again." And that seems like it was what happened with Tennessee's offense Saturday, Monty when. When things begin to go go wrong, they they really went wrong and just just kept going downhill from there. Uh, Tennessee, I, I, there's no question, Tennessee's a, a better team this year than in, in recent years, a lot of years. Uh, but they're still got a long, long way to go before they can uh, they, before they can play with the the big boys in the conference and and even their division. Frankly, uh, I know Florida's got a got a loss, but I still think Florida's got an awfully good football team. So Tennessee's going to be going to be struggling just to to be another mid-level team i believe this year yeah and they got a big game this week they've got kentucky they're about a six-point favorite um you know kentucky lost the game in overtime to Ole miss they probably should have won had some really bad breaks at auburn and but last week uh beat mississippi state 24 to 2 and the way mississippi state throws it around if, if you can hold them without a touchdown or a field goal um that stoops defense looks like it's starting to play a lot better Kentucky's real. They don't get a lot of respect, Monty, because they kind of live on past reputation, for for, for better or worse, and worse in Kentucky's uh, 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 situation. But uh, Kentucky's a good football team. They, they the, the refs really maybe cost them one game, maybe both games. Just terrible, terrible calls. I remember what George McIntyre finally used to say, Monty, said, bad teams seem to get bad calls. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky's not a bad team. They just got, they don't have maybe the best reputation. But uh, again, they're a good football team. Tennessee's going to have, have its work cut out, I think, to, to, to beat Kentucky. Might be wrong, maybe a blowout, but uh, Kentucky's a, is a pretty good football team from what I've seen. Well, you want to talk highway robbery. Auburn, Arkansas. Auburn wins 30-28. to 28. 
Um, Arkansas, um, Auburn is trying to spike the ball. The quarterback, the ball comes out of quarterback's hands, which thus makes it a fumble. It's not a – you still got to spike it. He never controlled it to spike it. Then he picks it up and throws it back down again. Uh, Arkansas recovers. They still give the ball to Auburn. They kick a field goal to win by two points. Yesterday you got the obligatory um, – we apologize to Arkansas. Well, you know, if you get in an argument with your girlfriend and say something you shouldn't, you can apologize later, and she's probably going to forgive you and, and like you. Uh, there, there's no forgiveness in football. Uh, football. No, there's not much, and, and the officiating has been atrocious. It's, and again, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. I, I, I'm, I'm neutral. I don't. I don't have a favorite team. I, I'd like to see Vandy and the Vols do well. But uh, but as far as, as being a, a, a fan, just a, you know, just a, a fanatic, I, I try to, to cover it objectively. Look at it objectively, like I always tried to cover the games objectively. Saying that the, the officiating is uh, is atrocious, even with the instant replay and all that. Half the time, I don't think the instant replay get, the guy gets it uh, right. It's, he's like some kind of wizard of Oz behind a big curtain. But the replay guy's human, just like the refs on the field are human. And half the time, I don't think the replay guy gets it, gets it right. It's just, just really terrible officiating. I mean, it's stuff that you don't see in, in, in high school officiating. No, no offense to high school officials. They maybe should be calling these SEC games. But it, you're right. But it, it just, and again, not pulling for one team or the other, you just hate to see a team that plays so hard have, have the game lost by, by a terrible official's call. The kids are doing all they can do. The coaches are doing all they can do. And the ref and the referee decides who wins the game. It's just, just terrible. I, the league had, needs to have a, a, a conference call with the officials, or maybe if they can, get them in a, in a room together and say, look, guys, you must, must be wearing those silly masks up over your eyes because you're missing too many really just blatant calls. I'm not calling talking about Monty close judgment calls I mean these are calls that even a sports writer could see are, are terrible and uh, and for you know for Kentucky it's just seemed like they, they they've been victimized just time after time by, by horrendous calls all righty we had Alabama 63 Ole Miss 48 um, most yards I think Alabama's give up rushing um, well those defensive games you were talking yeah, about right Monty exactly <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, we'll move on um, before we have to let you go. NASCAR's down to its round of eight uh, with the uh, races at Texas, Kansas, Martinsville. Kevin Harvick, Hamlin, 13 points back. Kozlowski, 32. Elliott, 40. Logano, 45. Truex, 50. Alex Bowman, 58. Kurt Busch, 61. Realistically, Larry, out of those eight, how many really have a chance to win it? Or do you think they all do? Uh, they, of course, they all, all all got a chance. But the the the, the best drivers are, are Harvick and Hamlin, Kevin Harvick and and, uh, and Denny Hamlin. They, they've had the best regular seasons. Uh, they, they would be the favorites to to to, to win the thing. Uh, but again, it's like the NFL playoffs, Monty. The best team doesn't always win to win on a on one give on a given day, and that can happen in NASCAR. You know, you got so many variables. Uh, the, the best driver. Can't do anything if his if his tire blows and his car goes into a concrete wall at 200 miles an hour. So talent talent can't help you there. But unless something screwy or unforeseen like that happens, mechanical stuff, or get caught up in somebody else's problems, I think Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin clearly are the favorites. The big the big story obviously is right now Kyle Busch, a defending champion, uh, didn't make the cut uh, Sunday. He's 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 eliminated. So Kyle's going to be a spectator the rest of the way. I still think Monty, he's the best driver in NASCAR. The whole package, talent, drive, determination, everything. Kyle Busch, in my opinion, is the best stock car driver. But again, he's he didn't make the playoffs, so he's going to be a spectator. But he's won a he's won a race every year for six. This is his 16th year in the in the Cup Series. He's won a race every year until this year. So he, he's still going to have a lot of incentive. That's the great thing about the NASCAR playoffs. Even if your favorite driver is not in the playoffs, he's still got a lot of incentive to, to race hard. So it's, it's, it's going to be a fun uh, five-race finish. And a good MTSU angle, our buddy Eddie Gossage, Monty, he's president of Texas Motor Speedway, and they're going to host the whole race after next. So uh, 
So, Eddie Gossage, he'll probably have some interesting promotions going when they roll into Texas. All righty, Larry, great to catch up with you as always. Uh, have a great rest of the day, and uh, tell old Simpson and the gang hello tomorrow. Uh, I will do it, Marty. All righty. That's Larry Woody joining us today on All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back and be joined by Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's still heavy, but it's moving on 24 back in from the Davidson County into Rutherford County. Stop and go out here, section of the Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Last Cassius Pike has picked up quite a bit, as it normally does this time in the afternoon. So is Thompson Lane. Hey, celebrate autumn at Obergatlinburg during Oktoberfest. Now through November 1st, check it out at Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon on News Radio WGNS. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do, they walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup, man, score. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's start with college golf and the intercollegiate at the Grove being hosted by Middle Tennessee over in Arrington. And uh, they are finishing up the second round today. The Blue Raiders uh, went into the second round, tied for the lead with Coastal Carolina. The Blue Raiders had uh, several players in uh, under par yesterday, including uh, Michael Bernard, who led the way at three under par. Uh, Owens, uh, it was Tanner Owens at uh, two under and Connor McKay at one under as the Blue Raiders uh, kind of paced the field yesterday over in uh, the Williamson County uh, track. Mercer was uh, third along with uh, Appalachian State. Then you had ULM, Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech, Lamar, Francis Marion, Western Carolina, Troy, Western Kentucky, and Chattanooga were tied for last place at 14 over. Again, tomorrow we'll have the final uh, standings on how 
the things went over at the Grove. On the women's side, the Lady Red Wolves Classic over in Jonesboro, Arkansas, is where Middle Tennessee is playing. They are wrapping up there as well. The Blue Raiders were mid-pack uh, after day one. South Alabama has tried to run away from the field. Uh, the Blue Raiders are about 20 strokes behind South Alabama, but the Blue Raiders are also about 40 strokes ahead of last place. So they are right in the middle of the things over in Jonesboro. And again, we'll have the final report on uh, that tournament coming up tomorrow. Blue Raider football getting set to take on North Texas this week. North Texas has uh, not played a road game yet. Uh, they are 1-3 and three on the year, and uh, this will be their first trip off campus. They had a game scheduled earlier at Houston, but that game had to be canceled due to COVID issues. North, uh, North Texas has had COVID issues of their own, uh, seeing their entire uh, linebacking core decimated over a, a, about a two-week period, and North Texas was playing H-backs and wide receivers uh, but at last report uh, in the Denton newspaper, North Texas reports they have no active corona cases remaining in their entire athletic department. The, uh, they had two cases before the last round of testing that was completed last week. On the MTSU campus, the, uh, this, the last report came last Thursday, and the entire university had only 34 cases, which included four student-athletes at the time. There were... Uh, a, a, quarantine spaces on campus only four of 107 had been occupied so hopefully uh, the the low numbers will continue there and continue to get even better on the MTSU campus well in uh, after last weekend's win over FIU Middle Tennessee punter Kyle Ulbrich has been selected as one of uh, Ray's four and is among the running for national punter of the week honors the Augusta Sports Council and the Ray Guy Award announce four worthy candidates each week, and fans then vote on who they believe is the most worthy of the weekly honor. You can go to GoBlueRaiders.com, click on the story, and there's a link where you can uh, vote on the Ray Guy Award and uh, hopefully get Kyle Ulbrich a little national attention. He, he punted great in particular in the, in the second half turned the field around a couple of times for the Blue Raiders and was a big part of the victory. Also, Asher O'Hare has been selecting as a Manning Award Star of the Week for his outstanding efforts in the win at FIU. You can also vote for him as the Star of the Week. Again, go to GoBlueRaiders.com, find the link there, and uh, place your vote. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. Uh, we'll talk to you Thursday. You got the Bra- Bravos preempting us tomorrow. And uh, we'll remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Ray Morn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The next time you buy a cart full of groceries, make a car payment, or write that big mortgage check, ask yourself, what would my family do if I wasn't there to buy those groceries, make that payment, or write that check? If you didn't like the answer, ask me about life insurance and start getting some answers that you will like. Welcome to that place where doing it for them meets doing it today. Get started by contacting me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back to all sports talk. Okay, mentioned the Braves, of course, made it to the National League Championship. Um, 
took care of the Marlins easily. Um, obviously, hands full with the um, um, Los Angeles Dodgers. But last night, Max Freed, an awesome start. Um, gave up one run. It's one to one. And in the ninth inning, the Bravos broke loose. Austin Riley homered. Ronald Acuna doubled. Um, Azuna homer. Ozzy Alves hit a two-run homer. Freddie Freeman, who I think should be the National League MVP, uh, homered in the first inning. So they've got him tonight. They got Ian Anderson, who is two and zero, and has not given up an earned run in the postseason. <coughs> Excuse me against Clayton Kershaw. So. Going to be a tough, uh, tough row to hoe. Tampa Bay looking as strong as ever. Of course, they knocked the Yankees out. They're up 2-0 over the Astros after winning yesterday. So, Tampa Bay getting closer and closer. Um, the Tennessee Titans tonight, they got Buffalo. Don't really know who's going to be in the lineup. Um. Haven't played in about 15, 16 days. Um, Buffalo comes in hot. Looking for their first 5-0 start. Heck, I'm going to guess since probably Jim Kelly was quarterback. Um, I think the Titans are going to have their hands full. And again, I don't know who's going to be playing. Um, due to all the, the, the COVID-19 mess. Um but it's a Tuesday night game, and then talk about a quick turnaround. Turn right around and play again on Sunday. Um, speaking of the NFL, Dak Prescott. I think the Dallas Cowboys, they're one of those teams. They're kind of like the Notre Dame of um, college football in some ways. You really either really like the Cowboys or you really don't like the Cowboys. And they struggled this year. But it's not been because of their quarterback, Dak Prescott, who unfortunately suffered a horrific compound fracture slash dislocated ankle Sunday. He had surgery and he's out of the hospital. They expect a four to six months recovery. Uh, that's really going to hurt them. He was playing in a Extremely high level, and, you know, he had to take the um, franchise tag this year as they couldn't work out a contract. Wonder how that's going to affect. You see why these players want these long-term deals with X amount of guaranteed money because that one play can end your career. And it was great to see Alex Smith back on the field. And – um he proved he was healthy because the Rams um, had a sack fest against him. And, um, you know, you're talking about a guy that almost lost his leg. And to get back on the field, that, that was some pretty special stuff. And, again, whether you like the Redskins or not, uh, I don't like seeing anybody suffer those injuries, uh, any injury, much less one that were, you know, was so horrific as that. Okay, uh, again, the Blue Raiders this weekend, they are um, back at home against North Texas. Um, did win last week, 31-28 at FIU. Other games, BYU 27, <coughs> excuse me, Texas San Antonio 20. And that was a tight game throughout and you know San Antonio's a team that beat middle by three points so maybe middle was starting to get better then FAU Southern Miss postponed La Tech um, was a, a winner Marshall was a winner Charlotte a winner over North Texas 49-21 UAB at Rice Rice has not played all year they're doing the Big Ten thing. They'll play the 24th uh, next week. That's where MTSU will go. 
Uh, this week, it's middle in North Texas. The Blue Raiders, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Western Kentucky at UAB. Army at San Antonio. Marshall at La Tech. Ought to be a good one. Southern Miss at UTEP. And FIU is at Charlotte. We talked about the SEC, um, some SEC games uh, this week. Got Auburn at South Carolina. South Carolina, a three-and-a-half-point pick. Go back to that Auburn-Arkansas game. That just that really bugs me. That was just outright robbery. You know, Arkansas, their first-year coach, they've shown some good signs and uh, just got one stolen from them. Uh, Kentucky at Tennessee, I think that might be the best game well, I mean, the best game of the day is obviously Georgia-Alabama on paper. How close it is could be Kentucky and UT, though. LSU at Florida. Florida, 13-and-a-half point favorite. Ole Miss at Arkansas. Ole Miss by three. Texas A&M at Mississippi State. A&M's minus six-and-a-half. Who knows? You don't know what you're going to get out of Mississippi State. You don't know what you're going to get out of Texas A&M. Vanderbilt at Missouri, postponed. Georgia, and postponed because Vandy's got too many. They're not going to have enough players due to the COVID. And uh, Georgia is um, at Alabama, and Alabama is favored by six. So, um I don't even know. I I don't even know if the right team's favored in that one. To be honest with you, it's hard to pick against Alabama. To, they get beat, but Georgia does have a good defense. Alabama sure didn't look like they had one last week. Um, maybe Lane Kiffin didn't know the plays. I don't know, but anyway, Alabama's offense sure isn't lacking. And that's, you know, to date, your biggest game of the year. Uh, Miami uh, at Clemson last week, thought it might be close. Clemson's still way ahead of the pack. And quite frankly, right now, I would take them as the best team. I mean, they are ranked number one, but... um, um, I would still have to um, take them a- as the favorite right now. But a lot's going to change. You know, who who plays who, what games get canceled, what players are available week to week. Um, but we knew it was going to be this way. All part of 2020, which I know we're all uh, ready to uh, see hit the door. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. Uh, Take our final break and be right back. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's still heavy, but it's moving on 24 back in from the Davidson County into Rutherford County. Stop to go out here, section of the Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Last Cassius Pike has picked up quite a bit, as it normally does this time of the afternoon. So is Thompson Lane. Hey, celebrate autumn at Obergatlinburg during Oktoberfest. Now through November 1st, check it out at Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza uses only the freshest ingredients in making their one-of-a-kind pizzas and specialty foods. Discover the difference at Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. 
You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. All right, high school football resumes in earnest this week. Uh, last week we did have two games. Uh, Wilson Central beat Laverne 55-42. Stewart's Creek shut out Antioch 52-0. Games this week. It's the Battle of the Borough. Oakland at Riverdale. Oakland 1. Riverdale 5. Will be a TV game. You can hear it on WGNS. The stadium, Riverdale Stadium, will be named after Phil Watts, the school's first ever football coach. I know a lot of people, I've seen a lot of banter about this, people saying it should be named after Gary Rankin. And my gosh, what can you argue with what Rankin did here? Um, unbelievable. I mean, will be the winningest coach of all time. Um, Watts never coached anywhere else. Um, those were tough times back then. A lot of people don't even know who Phil Watts is. Um, but we've had player. Uh, I've talked to players saying he really, what he did was r- remarkable. I mean, they didn't have anything. Um, but managed to go seven and three during his tenure against Oakland. Certainly. Gary Rankin many more wins. There's stuff they can do for Gary Rankin on down the line. And Gary Rankin did leave. Not saying he shouldn't have. <laughs> what he's done at Alcoa speaks for itself. Coaches do move around. But um, it's just because some people think it uh, this stadium should be named after uh, Gary Rankin, uh, and they're certainly – have valid opinions in many regards there. Uh, I think they're making a good choice myself. And uh, it does not diminish what Phil Watts meant to that program. All righty, elsewhere, Rockville at Blackman. Uh, Must win for Blackman. They're in playoff mode now. Laverne and McGavick. uh, Laverne's setting good for the playoffs. I think they'll wrap it up this week with a win. Lebanon at Stewart's Creek. Non-district game, as is Smyrna hosting Ravenwood. Ravenwood's 4-4. Four four, lost to Brentwood in a tight game, and they've lost to two out-of-state teams. Now, they did get beat by CPA last week. Um, this will be a good matchup. Eagleville at Summertown must win for the Eagles. They're in playoff mode. Middle Tennessee Christian against Grace Christian of Franklin. Um, MTCS is going to be in the playoffs, but could be a must-win if they want to host a playoff game. And finally, you've got Siegel at Cookville, and Siegel's been playing better. Um, they're 0-4, though, in the district region. Cookville's 1-3, though, and desperately needing a win. In the standings, Oakland, Riverdale, and Warren County are all 4-0. Coffee County's 2-2. Blackman's 1-2. They do have that COVID game against Oakland, which in the end of the day could help them because they didn't count as a loss. Um, Cookville's 1-3. Rockville and Siegel 0-4. 
Well, these last three weeks um, are going to be pretty much playoff mode type games for a lot of teams. In uh, Region 5, Smyrna's 4-0. Uh, Laverne's 3-0. The Creek's 3-1. I believe all three of those are going to make the playoffs. Cane Ridge is 2-1. Antioch, Overton, and McGavick are 0-2. In Region 5, 2A, Lewis County and Forrest are 3-0. Loretto's 2-1. Eagleville's 1-2. Summertown 0-2. Community 0-3. So... Eagleville's got to win all those games. In Division Division Two, the A East Region, DCA's three and O, Kings Academy's three and one, Friendship Christians three and two, MTCS is two and one, Franklin Grace two and two, Webb School two and three. Coached by Kyle Turnbow, by the way, former Blue Raider, doing a nice job in his first year. Mount Juliet Christian one and three, Chattanooga Grace zero oh and five. So let's kind of look at the standings. Uh, the state poll: Oakland seven and zero, oh, number one, followed by Marable seven and zero, oh, Dobbins Bennett seven and zero, oh, McMinn County seven and zero, oh, Riverdale six and one, Brentwood four and two, Mount Juliet five and one. Bradley Central five and two, Ravenwood four and four, and Bartlett five and one. Of course, most all of Memphis is not playing. You want to look out of a sleeper maybe coming out of the West. Could possibly be Bartlett. Um, they are the only team that beat Christian Brothers this year, so they've got a pretty good team. All right. Well, I believe that'll about wrap us up for today. Again, the Braves who hopefully will go up 2-0 tonight. They will preempt us tomorrow. Be back with um, Andy Herzer on Thursday. Uh, Meanwhile, everybody have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you then. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.